0: Dorset Escapes I used to think I knew Dorset, the days of my childhood when I visited the land of my father, and he hailed from Christchurch in Bournemouth Hellatian days when we would either take the train or coach. It used to take ages, not just because I kept asking are we there yet? It really used to take a long time to travel to the southern counties of England. By coach, it was agony. Yes, the coaches of the day could be said to be more comfortably furnished, but at a slow speed. It seemed like the driver had difficulty getting out of first or second gear, the coach resisting to deliver any more than it wanted to. To pass the time, I could count every tree one by one. When we did stop, it was at the coach station at Winchester. Not the glorifying centre of the Cathedral City, but a crowded bus park full of impatient travellers. And little old me. We were told we had one hour. This was important as it meant that you had time to queue for the toilets or the cafe. Choices, choices. We were soon on our way again on the notorious A34 trunk road. No motorways or dual carriageways of today. Surely, I thought, there could be no slower coach on the road. Travelling by train was way more interesting. Yes, it took as long as going by coach, but the train action was right up there. I grew up near the Great Western Railway in South Oxfordshire, but in my day, it was in the Royal County of Berkshire. That's a story for another time. Off we trundled in a diesel rail car from Dickort to Reading. When it got going, it would sway gently from side to side like it was happy and pleased to see you. If I was lucky, I could sit at the front as we could see where we were going. The train driver would concentrate on the road ahead whilst pulling and pushing levers that roared powerfully or hissed annoyingly that it was being asked to slow down. There were plenty of comings and goings at Reading, a major change, interchange even 40 odd years ago. This was our first change of the trip. This time we were heading south to Basingstoke, where we would change again to an electric train. These electrics hummed, but they rattled incessantly. Any bump at all would send a concertina effect through the carriages, and when we went over points, Well, they didn't know what to do. Eventually, we arrived at Christchurch. At last, but one more act was permitted. To slam the door shut. Oh yes, there was something stress relieving about slamming a door that wasn't normally allowed. Even other passengers seemed to enjoy it. Occasionally, I was stared at as if I was denying them their pleasure. So here we were in sunny Dorset. I will be trundled around the relatives, eventually visiting the beaches and cliff fronts of Christchurch and Bournemouth. If we were in either place on bank holidays, everywhere was packed. You see, there were staycations before anyone had even invented such a thing. It's a funny thing what your mind chooses to remember, Even when we ventured away from the usual haunts to places like Poole or Weymouth, all that comes to mind are busy, built-up places with little countryside to talk of. Oh, how that view has changed. Now, bringing this story up to date, I was tempted to visit West Dorset. Well, I can only say it's like visiting a different county, as different as it can be from its busy neighbour in the east. Rolling hills, stunning Jurassic coastlines, campsites galore and amazing landscapes just around every corner. Dorchester, Bridport, West Bay and Lyme Regis are just some of its highlights. There is a stunning coast road that reaches down into Weymouth. And on a clear day, you can see all the way to Portland. Uh, That's Weymouth, not uh, Ohio. Once upon a time, railways served much more of South Dorset and neighbouring South Devon. As in many places, if only foresight existed, train services in these areas would be well used today. However, there are reasonable bus services for those seeking alternative transportation whilst in the area. So why do I like escapes to Dorset? In short, because you can. I live not too far from the North Devon coastline, and yes, there are beaches and coastal walks there too. But hailing from the landlocked county of Oxfordshire, any seaside location is good enough for me. There is something relaxing about hearing waves crashing or just lapping the shoreline and seeing other people just doing the same thing. The ideal pastime is sitting outside a coffee shop, people watching. Gosh, don't people take a lot of stuff to the beach? (laughs) I certainly get taking a bottle of wine and four glasses, presumably with three friends. But, dear listener, that's the beauty of people watching. So we don't really need a reason to go to a beach, do we? Now there's a thing. Only at the coast do you realise just how many dogs there are majority seem to be with their owners. Some of them go absolutely mental. Don't you just love them? I'm talking about the dogs.